Welcome to let's say a special episode of the Varangian Heresy. God, it's been it's been on over a year since I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, um, and it's good to be back. So uh, yeah, this is Jody, uh, also sort of used to be known as Painting Chap and, and a few other things. Uh, <sighs> it's, it is, all the old muscles are trying to kick back in to remember how to do this, but. What I can say is I'm not alone because that would be really weird. Um, it's part of the OG himself, the man who sits atop the beer and pretzel can throne of heresy here in Sweden and, and basically around the world, is the one and the only, the man, the myth and the legend, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I can't complain. Just open a beer. Uh, well, we had a chat for like a fucking hour. We've got the complaining out of the way right now. <laughs> We've done that for an hour, so now we can just focus on like cool shit, like heresy. Yeah, the good old days. Shit, yeah, Because yeah, exactly. we've we already drilled about second ed miniatures and like, oh look at this! This is from '94. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to admit that. I, I shouldn't admit this, but dude, hard for just minis right now. That was that was that was some flash into like old porn stashes. That was that was amazing. You got you got some seriously cool shit, bud. <laughs> I, I can't believe I used to paint like, uh, like you know, um, I don't know, like those '80s comics when they had uh, like the the heroes had like a painted across their eye, like a black thingy, not across yeah, yeah. like the football play, but like from up from down. Yeah, I can't believe I used to paint my my space marines with one of them over the like their left eye. So that is, that is so eighties. <laughs> it is. It's like a Duran Duran video. <laughs> so it's the Duran Duran uh, split, you know, successor chapter to somebody. <laughs> the blood uh, Durans. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget, we we were talking, but we went even further back. We were talking about the old. Uh, was it? Was it Blackreach? I can never remember the name of the box, but when we were talking about the, the killer cans, like the old cardboard oh, no, can cutouts. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, and the dreadnought, the old the old dreadnought cutout uh, cardboard cutouts. It's like, oh man. Man, I remember, I, remember I have it right here. Like I look at it. The old yeah. vehicle guy that came at the back end of Rogue Trader when you had like this overhead like do people remember overhead machines? Or maybe we're too old. Like they, no one remembers yeah, that. I, 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 I remember. But, you know. <laughs> but you had like this uh, overhead, like a clear lamp, like clear plastic sheet, and you put it on your vehicle, and then you did the scatter dice, and like even the driver and shit had like armor value, and then you had yeah. to penetrate like the head of the driver, like the the light, the last cannon, like. <laughs> oh, like a, you felt like a fucking god if you nailed the driver. Yeah. And it was like it was like literally like you just imagine putting it through a window slot with a perfect shot. <laughs> it's like I'm immortal. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh, so how you been, dude? It's been a while. Oh yeah, I'm, uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Not enough uh, heresy, I guess, because no. of fucking COVID. 
Yeah. Bullshit, but I'm, I'm getting fucking pumped. Like, this can't last forever. We have to play games. That's just how it is. ridiculous. We have to play games. Yeah. We, have to see, we have to see our friends. This is... Yeah, Pop, Papa Nurgle can only interfere with heresy so much. Uh, yeah. we, we're going to beat the fucker and get back around to uh, actually hanging out and being, you know, human beings and, you know, yeah. playing playing toy soldiers like grown men should. Yeah, and travel again. That would be yeah. so amazing. Just because oh, be... fucking Adepticon. I, fuck that. I just, just enjoy getting in the car and coming up to coming up to Stockholm. You know, six hours in the car with some crazy fucking Danes. Yeah, well, actually, just having an event would be awesome. Yeah, that would be nice too. <laughs> All I get is emails about our Lincoln is cancelled, this is cancelled, yeah. we can host this, we can host that. It's cancelled, uh, blah, 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 blah. It's getting in. There's a very real reason why this is known as the global bastard. Um, so, yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I mean, events, hanging out, beers, just chatting, frothing heresy, talking shit. You know, yeah, who's got whatever list, who's going who's gonna to pound who into the ground the next day, and, you know, who, who's bullshitted and show, not shown up with what they said they would. You know, all the fun things of events. <laughs> Broken part in the game. Is it Bjorn or is it Eric? You know, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Or what, <laughs> gonna which, 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 fle- which flesh bane, flesh, flesh bane, torrenting, overwatching flamers as Linus bought with him. How many has he got of those? And is he going to one shot my two fucking knights again like he did the last time we played? Uh, is is Magnus running around on the space station in Metallis with all his? <laughs> All I can say is, with all due respect, fuck you, fuck your warhound on a sky shield landing pad. We have seen some shit. We have seen some shit in our time. <laughs> we, we, were, we were there the day Magnus teleported into the space station. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with his segment terminated, and the oh my fucking god was the response from the opponent. <laughs> that was that was oh shit, that was hardcore, man. Uh, definitely worth the cheese slicer reward that year. <laughs> God, I miss you, Vori. <laughs> that shit was weird, man. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I still can't believe our last... Was our last event... Our last big event was Scandus when we had all the Titans, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean... Well, well we only had one. We had two events. Yeah, but it's all, I'm thinking with the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's that was Scandus. That was the big one at Scandus, and then you you go. We had then Raltac happened mm. on the split between Stockholm. And then, and... And then, yeah, no, 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 Raltac happened. That was before yeah. COVID. That was like February, and then there was all this bullshit, and then uh, we had this weird fucking uh, Scandus where we had we were planned to do it first in Sweden, then we were going to go to Denmark, and then we then COVID happened, and it was just we we did like a combined online sort of thing where we had an event in Sweden with some people, like keeping it to the minimum for the COVID thing. We couldn't have more than I think it was like fifteen players or some shit, and then in Denmark they had the same amount. And they, they played for, like, Railtech, and we played for Scandis, and... 
Well, it wouldn't be one of our episodes if technology didn't fuck up at least once, and I'm sure it'll happen again. So sorry for the hard cut. But yes, events, we miss them. We miss them so bad. And I don't know about you, but yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. I've been living vicariously through um, the Instagram and the Facebook page and just generally through like the Eye of Horace and the boys and boys down in Oz when they were doing events and stuff like I miss. I I remember what it was like being social. I remember what it was like playing games against people. This is not fair. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, man, events. When when they come back, the world will be a better place. Most definitely, yeah, that's for sure. And it's funny because you you obviously you and I were were talking. We I haven't hobbied for like a year properly. Literally, just had too much going on and stuff and things. But I'm starting to slowly get back into that. And you you've been working on projects as you always do, and, and stuff's yeah. also got in the way. And life's been life, but. We started yeah, talking enough. about not enough. We need to be better. Yeah, it's we do. True. That is true. We need to be much better at what we're doing. But we got talking about old minis and the oldest that we just talking about a little while ago, like second ed and you know all the old stuff, like the old the old top down tank stuff. And and do you, I still remember, I still remember um, shower gel speeders. <laughs> And you know all that sort of stuff, and playing playing there, and I like when they brought out the Imperial Guard stuff for the very first time, and you know, oh, all, the, oh the chicken chicken walkers, yeah, Sentinels, the old walkers, the old proper, the old Sentinels, not not the, not the ones we've got now, which are still pretty fucking cool. Don't get me wrong, but the old Sentinels that look just basically like two pairs of legs and somebody sitting on a fucking sled with a gun underneath them. It was... It looked more like an egg with fucking legs on it. <laughs> yeah, it did. It was just... It was some seriously messed up stuff. But, you know, we got talking about our old our old favourite minis and, you know, you were showing me your old Terminator captains and Space Marine captains. It's like, oh, man, the memories. And, yeah, we just got we just got thinking about, you know, it's it's been a while since we've talked obviously yeah. and then you know we're like well fuck it let's let's go back because you know what better time when we can't actually play games right now than to to go back and look at everything that started it let's, let's go back and look at book one um go back to the time the times of Bly and you know the the original coming of of the heresy in in playable game form Miss um, oh, miss everybody that that way. I mean, it was, it's it was a golden age. It was the original golden age. I mean, we're still in a, we're still getting great stuff, and and you know, all all the stuff that's coming out is good and solid and lots of fun, and still works really well for what we're doing. But it, it's like, it's like comic books, man. It's like it's like the the first. The first incarnations of of you know your favorite superheroes and all that sort of stuff. It's like, yeah, that's that's where it was. Okay, some weird shit has come up between now and then, but they're still what they were. But when they started out, that's what they were, you know. And yeah, we just say, though, like, the, the whole idea of us when we talked about this before to reread mm. uh, book one. Like, yeah. I don't think I've opened this book. It must have been like 2015 or some shit, like the last time I 
actually before you actually got all the missions and shit and they changed it mm-hmm. over and must have been two thousand like but God, like it used to be like I, I, I have to have actually to everyone listening, go out yeah. there and grab your book one and just yeah. reread it like from, from fucking from beginning to finish because it's like if it doesn't get your fucking road trip down memory lane, at least just how it's written and yeah. it's sort of like for me, like especially now when me and me and Pella and everyone we uh, during Corona, like the COVID fucking year, we've been talking about old stuff, like from my childhood. We're talking about like Rogue Trader. We talked about Second Ed. We talked about you know Slaves to Darkness, Realm Chaos, all kind of that shit, and and like back to the begin beginning of shit. Yeah. And and then when you read book one and and you kind of because we just just most recently actually read uh, uh, what it was it called like the the one that they came out with the oh, fuck was okay called? or no 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 I'm talking about uh-huh. uh, about the space marines oh, oh shit index uh. Astartes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Like the the two, uh, the one, the the White Wharf series they ran. Like I actually uh, bought the printed version. Yeah. Um, I read that, and I've just recently read that. I just recently read like Inquisitor. I recently read like Rogue Trader, like the background mm-hmm. stuff and the compendiums to Rogue Trader and shit and Second Ed, and then reading Heresy again, like the book one, and you could see yeah. how. He has like Alan has really taken everything from all these little notches, like all these little pieces, like from Epic or Space Marine or Adeptus Titanicus and so on. And God, it's 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 like it's beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Please reread book one. Definitely yeah. deserves it. it. I mean, the thing it's is, like the start of everything. It's the passion and, yeah. and the way that Alan writes everything. The presentation, like the beginning. And if you remember back to um, the good old fucking three Ro- Horus Rising, was it like Horus Rising, yeah. False Gods, Galaxy? And Flames. yeah, I'm just checking now actually because I've got them in front of me. Yeah, Galaxies and Galaxy and Flames, the, the first one. three. Yeah, yeah so, so that's Horus a... Rising, False Gods, and Galaxy and Flames, right? Yeah, the original Abnett McNeil and Encounter trilogy, which are just. Yeah. Honest to God, and I'm, we're going to sort of sidebar here very quickly. Still, I still think they are the the some of the best intro books to a series of anything that I've read. And I'm talking about all sort of storybooks, like all series. Doesn't matter what you want to, you know, come at me with, like this, the like Stephen King, the Dark Tower series, all those sort of big epic book series. I still think those first three Heresy books are just peak you know yeah. i mean when you start off with i was there the day that horace slew the emperor well yeah. fuck <laughs> i mean you know it's like you got a way to go you're setting yourself up big and you, you deliver it's fucking awesome yeah didn't that come up like in 2006 when the fuck yeah that's the thing and that this is one something that we you and i are actually talking about because it's like you were saying like next year 2022 is 10 years since book one was released yeah. And I was like, fuck, it feels longer than that. And of course it was, because the books, the original books came out in two, or the first book came out in April 2006. But so it, that was it, Horus Rising. 
Yeah, but it also feels like re- yesterday, obviously. Because I know, right? <laughs> but but still, like it, it's crazy. I I remember, I remember because I was in Afghanistan in 2011, like almost yeah. all of 2011, and then half of 2012. Mm-hmm. And I, and I remember like they were doing the like I, I heard rumors the one the few times you had internet and and you had rumors like oh this this booking thing, and I remember. Got got like a white dwarf uh, sent to me like a like fucking uh, in, in the post, yeah. Uh, and it was this poster of Angron when he runs up, oh. you know, white dwarf. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh. This, shit, this shit is for real now. And yeah. as soon as it dropped, and I was like, I was I, I was ordering people like back back home in Australia to like, you have to order this book for me as soon as it drops. <laughs> Let's just have yeah. this. As he said, is I need this. I need this. <laughs> this is not waiting for me when I get home. Shit's going down. <laughs> and like, when yeah, I, like, it's so it's it's like the the whole thing, like with the black, like the the black book with the binding with the colors, like the the silver inlays, like the photos on front, the bookmarking, like the smell it was, of it, and like it was just like when you got it the first time, you were like. Holy fuck! This is like because I used to love the whole Imperial Armor series, and I thought they were like yes, the and that was like my babies. And I like the Bad Ab Wars, Seeks of Rex, and and shit like that. That that was like the things that made me fucking spunking my pants, massive hard on, <laughs> like like I had Viagra for an hour. Yeah, this is, and when this came, it it was just it just totally fucked me up. Like it blew my mind. It's like. This is the next stage of wargaming. It's so fucking. And when I open it and like the intro, like when when he talks about the intro, it's like uh, people don't remember la la la. And it, and he he speaks like I'm one one of the few that's still there. I was young then and I'm old now. And la la, la the intro text and and you're like oh my god. And then you start reading it <laughs> and you remember it all back from like all the fluff you read before, like talking about you know, the age of, age of strife, the the yeah. unification wars and blah blah. blah. And it was just amazing. And then when you came to like the legions and and how they presented the legions, like it, it was stuff you never read before. You had a little bit. I remember there was a little bit like in Second Ed Chaos Codex, which is like yeah. one of the best ones. Massively, like where they actually the first time they really fluffed up the Horus Heresy. Yep, that's Second true. Second like, but there was nothing compared to the background in this one, and it was just. Oh. Well, we're gonna get there, but damn right. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm caressing it now. I'm, I'm holding it to my chest, like stroking it, and this is like this. This is like the start of an amazing journey that has lasted for ten years. I was gonna say, yeah. Look where we are. We're 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 not even we're not even done yet. We haven't even gotten to. Yeah. Oh, there's so much more ahead for for the heresy where we are now. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to look back in another ten years and see where it is because God, it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, but, but it, I tell it, you, imagine like besides the hobby, imagine like all the people like you and I, yeah, uh, old Chris, new Chris, like yeah. every every person that we met across this journey, like be there from Texas, the TFL boys, be it the IFRs, yeah, yeah. be it like guys in Canada, like yeah, Northern, like be it any anything. Like fucking hell! Like it's 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 been like it's been a thing that it's created friendships. It's created like fucking hobby progress. Like 
Henry with all the painting courses. It's it's yeah. It's been an amazing, it's amazing. journey. It is, and it is not done, which is the best no. bit. There's so much more to come, but yeah, it's it was it, to think that this book, and I mean, this book started it. But I, I funny thing is, my exposure to the heresy actually started before book one came out, and I was I wasn't. A, I'll, I'll admit this: I wasn't a, a, a huge fan of the books. I hadn't read them, but I knew about them. I was always an old world player. Old World or Necromunda, that was my jam. You know, like I said to you, I had like two, two 40k models, and they were both like the Terminator Captain and the fucking Power Fist Bolter out to the side, badass motherfucker Captain models. That's pretty much all I owned of anything Marine-ish in general. Um, but one of my best friends, and you know him, Lex, who does Crusade, yeah. who runs Crusade and Heresy. Yeah. Well, Lex... He was getting, he was into the heresy. He was into the books. He was into the stories and everything. And there was a point, and I'll have to catch up with him and have a chat with him about it because there was a point where he was building his own Marines. So this is before Forge World released anything. He was building his own Marines. And I, I'm pretty sure he was doing something around Isfah. Can't remember exactly. But he was building his own Marines. And he was showing me this. I was like, this is hardcore. You know, it's like, it's not just a case of like converting a tactical Marine over because, you know, to, to change the position or something. He was full on building dudes from the ground up, trying to get Mark V beakies in there and trying to find all the, all the bits. Is it Mark V or Mark VI with the beaky? Uh, Mark VI. Mark six. My apologies. Mark six um, with the B. Mark five is heresy armor. That's it. So yeah, Mark six. It's not really a mark. The... They call it Mark yeah. five. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he was going for the beaky armor. He was yeah. put a lot of effort into. He's literally just building marines up from the ground. And he was talking about this this heresy game and what it was all about, and it was, sounded amazing. But like most things, it was like I haven't got the money to do that. I'm 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 invested in one side. I'm doing that, and it. I, it literally became a point for me. I started picking up on the heresy once Crusade and Heresy got up and was really building ahead of steam. And then I started reading the, the, the books. And like I said, I fell in love within the first sentence of Horus Rising. And I was like, I need this. I need this in my life. I need to find a way of doing this. And I just remember consuming all the books and getting a chance to actually look at his collection of books at book one and going, this is, there was something about it. It's like, I don't know if you ever had them, but my old man used to have massive encyclopedias. Oh, yeah. He used to have a thing about collecting, but it was that same sort of like finish on the outside. And you had like the, the, the metallic text and obviously these books had the big metal corners on them, but it was like, this is, this is different. This is not your floppy 40k codexes or rule books or hardback rule books. This is, this is like, this is a chunky piece of yeah, something. Yeah, this is like tombs of knowledge. With yeah, exactly. It was like, it was like literally getting the, co literally getting the overused word codex or like a first edition Bible or something. It was like, this is the thing. Um, 
and it took it took me a long time to get into. I didn't get into the heresy officially until um, they released uh, Calf. Uh, model wise anyway i couldn't i couldn't afford to get into it but i've been following it for a long time and sort of loved it but yeah getting a chance to come back and look at book one again and just go there is so much here so much there is, it's ridiculous yeah and it's like you look at the you look at the the list of like let's just say like the list of novels right between the first book so horace rising up to so, like beginning of 2011, let's go there. So, I've got it here in front of me. You're looking at getting all the way up to Age of Darkness. So, the Age of, Dar- Age of Darkness was released, or I should say, actually, Prospero Burns was released in January 2011. So, that's book 15. So, there's 15 books you could, uh, and stories and areas you could pick from to start off. And they don't even go with any of that. They say, well, no, we're going to the beginning. We're starting with the biggest, with the real betrayal. Yeah. You know, we're going where it counts. We're going like Isvan 3. And, for, you know, obviously there's this talk about more of that. Um, but we're going to center it around Isvan 3. And this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And it's just... Where it starts. Yeah. And I thought I thought that was... It shows a lot of difference between what what this was compared to like mainstream GW. It's like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to start at the beginning, and we've got a plan, and this is where we're going to go. And I'm I'm just I'm just in love with this book. I can't I can't say anything more than that. It is just. It's beautiful. The first it, it, it has everything. It has missions. Yeah. It has campaigns. It has so much of this. It it has so much fluff, so much contents. And obviously it's the first time we see the entire Legion army. Yeah. Ever. So it's the first yeah. time they do like a proper attempt on the Legion army. Yeah. And it's oh I God. mean, it's literally like the first sixty odd pages. If you okay, you got to take if you take out like the the what do they call it like the preface or whatever it is the, the 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 pages with all the indexes and stuff on. You're talking about fifty pages of fluff, of story, setting up the age of the emperor, the legion Astartes, how the crusade legions work, and then we start going into story, and it's not. It's not a short blurb. It's not like a. It's not like some of the old stuff you used to get. It's. It was the same sort of stuff that you used to get in the sidebars of codexes. Yeah. You know, but fleshed out. Like and you can more like in the sixty pages are just like that's just history, and then it becomes the yeah background for the legions, and then like for actually for for space marines, and then it dwells into backgrounds for for the four legions. That was part of Istvan. Yeah, and a Titan Legion. Yeah. And a Titan Legion. Fucking Legio Mortis, man. I was like, I forgot that Legio Mortis was mentioned here. Yeah, it's 290 pages. Yeah. 289 that are numbered. And then obviously they they haven't numbered the last page, which is just another map. That map. Yeah. The M- <laughs> it's, just, 
it, and this is the this is the thing. This is something that I, I think personally I've come to appreciate more with these books as times come on. This really felt like a love letter. This was a passion project. Not to say that anything else hasn't been since, but this this first book was really like staking its claim and going, this is, here it is. Here's the passion. Here's what we want this to be. And well, the fucking afterwards from Alan is just... Yeah. Just reread that one. Holy fuck. Yeah. God, that shit gets you. It's just like... Yeah. It, it it is so amazing with the fucking like it, it ties so well together. Yeah. With with the intro words. Yeah. Because I read them just before, like at, at page nine, yeah. the preface, and then you read the afterwards, and it's just it is so Alan. It's like you you, you for us that grew up with fucking. Bad up wars and racks and shit and like all of Alan's passions. When you read this, you, it is him through and through. It's just insane. It is fucking insane. Like that. Keeping track. Like we we can sometimes claim that we're super nerds. Yeah. And, and saying like, fuck, yeah. I know the fluff from back in back in the day. And I think like once they start like road trading shit, like we know a lot of stuff, but. Yeah, having the time, and passion, yeah, time and passion to put all the fucking that you know, you know, that meme where the guy is sitting in the middle and he's like, oh, I'm gonna explain this, and all the lines are coming and all the yeah, yeah, the old, the old conspiracy theory, all the all yeah, the red uh, lines going uh, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he was that guy, but with all the fluff, he had all the answers. He yeah. knew and, what and, and every time we read, it, it's like, oh, I read this and I read this in that book, you know. I know yeah. this fluff, and I recognize this fluff, and and I know it. It becomes more like, and I know it's been an argument that's gone around in the in the community that we play and stuff like is people call us grognards and whatnot. But but the thing is, it is a little bit like because the way he presented for yeah. us that has grown up with Games Workshop and played the games. Yep. The the, the thing is that. <sighs> It is a historical game for us. I know people are going to shout and like, oh, it's fucking fiction. But for us, that has grown up. For us, Rogue Trader, yep. second edition, fucking mm-hmm. all the games in between that and 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 the release of book one. Yeah, all of that is his history that has happened. Like Rax, fucking Bad Up War, etc., etc. It's like history that has happened. Yeah, we lived with it. It was yeah, what we and, what we and, experienced. And, and, and yeah, exactly. And then when he presented in this form, and, and and I think that's that's the thing that people. I, I think there's a difference, like between us that grew up in this day and age, and kind of was the same age group as mm-hmm. Alan. Yeah. We felt it more being a historical, accurate representation of the fluff, and that's why. People call us like fucking, oh, you have to have the right mark armor, you have to do the right thing, blah blah blah. It's just it's for us, it's it's to show our commitment mm. and passion to all the fluff and history that's yeah. gone into the game since fucking the eighties and yeah. now. So we have beakies, like you said, beakies, we have Mark V, we have like heresy armor, we have iron armor. Because I remember even owning those, like I still have them, the metal models when they came out in Rogue Trader, when they have the yep. dark armors. I remember Dark Angels 
in Rogue Trade, I can grab the fucking Rogue Trade broken out and look at the Legions, and you can see Dark Angels are black with red. Yeah. That is. And, and, yeah. and for us, it becomes kind of like we see our, uh, like, they're not like magic players, but <laughs> they are the closest thing we can get to magic players when it comes to wargaming. Napoleonic yeah. players. Yeah. And how they're like, oh, the plumes and shit are not right on the uniform, blah, blah, blah. It's just because we, as Heritage players, we, we look back at the games and stuff that we've done before. And we yeah. look at those color plates in Rogue Trader and we see, like, I remember this. this the Ages Past. And this is like a historical tome about how it was in Agents Past. So we become like, we want to play homage to that era. We want to play homage to origins of like Warhammer. We want to do it right. That's the yeah. thing. I think that's the easiest way of doing it. It's a, that's a solid way of putting it, but is that, you know, we want yeah. to get it right. We want to make sure that it represents what we have a passion for and what, what other people have a passion for, for bringing it to life. And it go, you know, that goes back to, again, like I mentioned, like Lex building his own models. It wasn't a case of, I'm doing this because they need to look a certain way. It's doing this because this is what they were. This is what they need to be for it to be right. And our passion breaks the computer system once more. Well, that's how it's going to be. Get used to it. Buckle up, people. It's we're full of passion. We're full of power, and apparently, technology cannot handle us. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to use that really high quality segue <laughs> to actually jump in. Let's actually let's let's talk more in depth about book one. I mean, we have just literally lovingly frothed over what the whole thing is about, um, <clears throat> and. One thing that struck me while we were having the uh, the moments of um, of technical difficulty yet again was <laughs> I and this is something I want to put to you because I I didn't get this. But what was it like getting your hands on this book for the first time when you were like, I want to play this game, I want to do this. It's not just about stories; it's about the ability, like a rule set, games. You know, being able to do this. What was that like? Well, be prepared for a long fucking story now. <laughs> but we got time. Just like, we got time. Yeah, yeah. Just like Lex, I also always been super fascinated about the heresy. I, yeah. I actually had, back in Australia, I had an entire 30k army of, of Dark Angels. So I converted them all. And I, did, I used uh, kit bashes from uh, Chaos Marines, from normal Marines. So I didn't use the one with the fucking um, the eagle on the chest I only used like with the the cables and shit I made sure that I did like beaky armors and then I did everything and I had like a an old school dark angels army I even had a, the, a bought off eBay like a, a lead miniature that was uh, <sighs> lion he was uh -huh. standing with a sword and shit and I converted him and I converted like from skibor I did like a luther version Oh, nice. so, so, so I did the whole thing, and I remember um, we we were used to playing with like there was a supplement of the, I think it was came from America or something yeah. uh, about the Horus Heresy. They had like rules for prior marks, they had rules for all that shit. Uh, and when I didn't play with those special rules, like fan rules, I used them just like uh, Chaos Marines. 
because then you can have 20 men in a squad like in the olden days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those rules around them. So, when I finally got this book, besides the new book smell, which everyone knows, and I used to open it and I started reading it, it, man, it was, I have to admit, I had high hopes. I had high expectations. And because the fan stuff that was out there by that stage was pretty good. It was pretty passionate. You know, yeah. I, I I couldn't complain about it. Uh, so I had I had super high expectations, especially coming off the Bad Ab Wars. Mm-hmm. And then I mean that that, I that read... is some high, that is some high quality stuff to be coming off the back of. To be fair, yeah. And then when I read this, it just knocked it out of the park. It was it was way better than I could ever expect it. It was insane. Like it, it just like. Uh, even now, looking back at it, I can, I can still remember the feelings and stuff, and like how fucking amazing, like this book, it just, and especially going back to reading the three first books yeah. about this incident, like that led up to Istvan 3 and what happened to Istvan, and like the flight of the Eisenstein is kind of like the tail end of Istvan 3. But those like three books plus flight of the Eisenstein, and then having this book. And reading it and wargaming it and like <laughs> there's so much content it, it it's ridiculous yeah it is i don't know like it, i think that like i i was so i was so fucking stoked like i was sold it was a yeah. done deal i was like i was not gonna i wargamed a lot of flames of war like i i'm still the team captain for sweden for flames of war yeah. Uh, I, I, I wargamed a lot of other war games. I still play a lot of other war games, but yeah. back then I played a lot of fucking war games. Different ones like Battletech, Flames of War. Uh, <laughs> there were so many war games I played. Napoleonics, uh, Warmaster games, like Ancient Games, Fog, oh, yeah. so on and so on. Yeah. Like Fields of Glory. Kicking yeah, up some memories there, dude. Yeah, I know, like so many different war games and and fantasy. I also played 40k, but I was quite, quite disillusioned by the 40k community by that stage. But uh-huh. after I read this book, I was like, I I don't need to war game anything else but the horror series. And I kind of took like a fucking being being from like I remember like winning the Swedish championship in times of war. Uh-huh. Basically, the year after, and then never playing. Like I, I literally almost never played anything else. And it's it's just now back at the tail end. I, I'm realizing it's good for the hobby palette to actually play a lot of games. But yeah. this <laughs> basically is blanked everything. I didn't want to do anything else except the Horus Heresy. Because I'm, I'm it just made all all the fucking other games die. Yeah, it really it, it's it, it's what caught your heart basically. Yeah, it was yeah. I I and that that's like I said that's the one thing. So one thing I didn't get to experience in the same way, but uh, when I finally did get to sit down and read this stuff, I was like, yeah, no, this is this is my game. This is this is my thing. This is what I've, I've it, been looking it, for. It, 
it fucking consumes you because it's so well done. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're has, what, four, four or five years down the road of, of starting a podcast and <laughs> running a yeah. series and, you know, you, how much of your own fl- of our own fluff have you written just in the same vein? You know, yeah, pro- probably a, a, few, a few few black books. But, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, there's definitely a couple of black books worth. We've, we've printed them. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it but is. It, it does become all consuming. Yeah. Such a it good way, became, though. It's like, and if you still look at it, like, I play a lot of games. Now, now like, it, it went from a period, I think, from 2013 until, mm. like, 2019, when I only did this shit. Like, I only played yeah. Horus Heresy. And before that, I played multiple gaming systems, and now I'm kind of going back to playing multiple gaming systems. Mm. Because we I think... about earlier, weren't we? Yeah, yeah because... After doing all these painting courses and stuff, and I realized that it's good to have palette cleanses, and it's good to take a, a step away from the horror series so you can dive back to it and kind of really enjoy it. And, and that's what I'm thinking about this corona year, and, and that's why I really was super excited about going through book one again. And it's yeah. going back to the passion. And and I think this is it, this is just what we need, like just fucking go back to basic and remember what, why the fuck we... I'm, I'm just smelling my book. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you get your whiff in, bud. It's all good. It's Newcastle. Just get, get, get a good huff in. We're all good. <laughs> uh, and I used to remember, like, what it's all about. Like, everything. This represents so much shit right here. Like, a, like a whole, I'm holding my hand on the book, but it's like holding my hand on, like, my heart and my soul and my passion. It's yeah. amazing. And I, I, yeah, it's beautiful. And I mean, I think what I love, what I love about the book, and we've we've talked about it already so much about like the fluff and how they they the book sets up what it's trying to do. I mean, we you go through like just in a bit more detail when you look at like the first first fifteen pages is about just setting up the world around you, where you are. You know, yeah. you're in, yeah, you're in the world, the age of the emperor. You're, you know, this is the Lees of the Legion Astartes. This is how the legions are. This is your framework. And then it goes from that big scale, that, that sort of macro big scale and sort of right down into the, the sort of microcosm that is Istvan three. And the you know as it is like the first first chapter the first big part is it's not rules it's not specifics it is about the death of Istvan three and it is literally three parts treachery ruin extermination and it gives you everything and it sets you up for that part of the book from there on and it's not just a case of this is. The what if we look at like the wider story of like 40k, even at the, that time, was you know, these these are skirmishes or large forces of you know, little chapters that are fighting Xenos and all this sort of stuff. And it's very open and open to interpretation, you know, it's very open world. This is straight in, here is the world that you're in, this is 
where you find yourself. This is the beginning of it all. Beginning of the end, if you want to call it that. And here's the story behind it. So you understand. You have the the background, the knowledge of this is what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Do you, you, you get where I'm going? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. Ah, that's it, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, it, it does its world building perfectly. Like, it, it starts with the background, and for everyone that's. Like we said, like we hopped on about it before, but it brings back memories from all the previous Games Workshop kind of books that you had that talked about the Age of Darkness, the Age of. Uh, or, sorry, the Age of Strife. Yeah, the Horus Heresy and all that stuff. Like it, it's tying all the stuff you read beforehand, and it, it finds that red thread, and it it dwells deeper into it, and it's yeah. it's it, it's perfect world building. Like you you feel like there, there's so much. The funny part is like in the part one, there's so much hope, but everyone knows what's going to happen, so you're kind of like yeah. sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because yeah. you know it's like. A, it's like, oh, it's going so well. Why the fuck did you fuck it all up? But yeah, it's like, oh, good, they're gonna survive. Wait, no, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's gonna. Go- it's it's like the Titanic. You know, you know it's gonna yeah. sink, but there's a hell of a story to get there. Yeah, and I'm not talking about the movie because that's shit, and I refuse to watch it. But you know, I'm talking about in general. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, it, 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 it's really good, and Alan does, like, a fucking excellent job in, in using all the fluff out there and putting it down in, a, in, in an excellent way so you can understand and you can feel part of it, and you, and you get an understanding and an overview about how the Empire, or Imperium, I should say, Imperium. sorry, yeah. not wrong, fa- wrong fantasy there, Right. Uh, I was going to say, wrong old world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, then. Uh, the Imperium, how, how it actually works in the 31st millennium and yeah. what's going on, and it gives you kind of a, a sense, like even if you haven't read the Black Library books, it, it still gets you to feel how it was then and how you feel it. They go through the Imperial Truth. It, like they, they explain a lot of things that you would already know if you read the Black Library books, but... If you haven't, you still you still get enough. It, it it's like a historical account, sort of like summarizing everything that's happened, and gives you yeah. up to the, like really good in putting you up to date in what's going on in the in the universe. Yeah, and I mean, and then, one, one thing. Oh, sorry, but go on, bud. No, no, but it, and it really sucks you in, like you're fucked, like you love that shit. Yeah, it, it's I hard mean, to read it and not get drawn in. Yeah, and we we, t- we were talking. This is before we started recording. Anyway, we were talking about the 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 quality of the books and how certain things have gone up and certain things have sort of maybe come down a little bit. But one of the things that we talked about was just how much effort was been put in, even from the very beginning, into showing like historical. Let's call them historical pics. So basically, just images of what's going on. And like we're literally talking about, like the first, I think it's like page fourteen in book one. The bot, the image that goes across the bottom of that two spreads is basically a group of Cestus assault rams taking on Thunderhawks. And it's like first time you see these 
things properly. You know, big images. Yeah. A lot, well, the, the assault rounds probably more over the um, the Thunderhawks because they they've had pictures and, and kits out before in like metal. God, those things were fucking heavy. <laughs> um, I, I got bring, a hold on one. Bring back Jesus the Christ. thunder. Bring back the Thunderhawk transport for fuck's sake. I wanted one. Yeah, for so need the Thunderhawk transport back. Not in metal. Resin is fine because <laughs> that shit's heavy. Um, but uh, no, it was it, it was um, just seeing the 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 use of. I mean, most of this stuff was done with models. I didn't realize um, originally. They'd use models and build composite images, but they were they were literally they weren't just giving you the fluff, they were showing it to you. You got it was more stuff to bring you in. You know, seeing a, a Legio Mortis Reaver Titan standing there. And it's not just standing there, they've put the effort into the images to show it firing. And yeah. you know, it's it's turbo lasers going off and stuff like that. And it's like Jesus, you know, there's like it's another level. You know, um, and I think that that all of that combined, that's sort of that the initial de- like the death, the initial pieces, and the, the focus on S Fan Three and those images. It's just, it's such a great way to bring people into the book and bring people into the heresy. Yeah. And then the next ju- the next bit, which I think we can spend a little bit more time talking about. Is it's it jumps into the legions again? We're still not at rules. We're not looking at anything to do with gameplay. We're halfway, you know, we're one third of the way into the book, and we're still just talking about what's going on, and we're talking about the legions. And the one thing that threw me when I first picked up this book, and bear in mind, like I said, a few years later than when you you, you first got into it, is the yeah. first things they talk about. Is four effectively four traitor legions. Five, if you include the Titan Legion as well, with Mortis. But they talk about four traitor legions, and I'm like, from sort of a more from future Jody's understanding, it's like, well, why not do two traitor, two two loyalists? You can have good and bad guys facing against each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that that that's yeah. Mortal Combat, you know. Whatever, sort of like this is just we got good by good guys, bad guys, so we know who's who. No, they went in with the with the the legions because what happened at Isvan Three was more than just good guys versus bad guys, you know, or loyalists versus traitors, however you want to put it. Um, you had to understand who these guys were. Um, and again, I know you're a massive Third Legion. Fan, um, <laughs> what? Just, Who just told you that? I, I don't know. Maybe because I've seen your fucking mini collection. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've played on the same my, table as it a few times. <laughs> my fir- my first army was when this book dropped. I did world leaders, and I did that. Well, that was what I was going to say. But was that, that was my question? Was that your first legion? So no, it was the world leaders. No. Well, World Eaters dropped for the assault list, and it was basically based on when everything <laughs> Angle lost his fucking. He went went off the the deep off end, the deep and end. He went Leroy Jenkins all the way down to Istvan and decided that fuck virus bombing. I'm gonna kill each and every one with my chain axe. Yeah, he went full Angron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's so much. 
there's just so much about each legion in this book that uh, I don't I don't know. I want to talk about each legion in depth. You know, I want to go yeah. through each yeah. legion. But it, it, this is like the first time we actually get to see the legions. Like they've been mentioned in all the chaos codexes, yeah. but they've never been fluffed out in this way, especially not to trade the ones. Because you, yeah. in forty k, obviously, some of the are the black legions. Yeah, uh, almost anybody can be part of the black legion, really, can't they? Uh, apparently so. Yeah, uh, and, and we have fucking, you no, know, Horus wannabe, as the war master. Flabadon, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently he won now. I don't know. I, I'm yeah, not keeping no, no, up. I, I gave up after seventh and day trying to follow the <laughs> follow the bluff in forty k. Yeah. But yeah, with the primaries and whatnot. Oh yeah, uh, that's, but that's but not. still, <laughs> it 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 this gives you like if we go into the Black Legion, this this gives you so much more. And I think the most extensive background for the Black Legion, a- aka, for people that don't know, the Son of, Sons of Horrors, mm-hmm. is in, in, in probably in Codex uh, Chaos Space Marines second end, yep. when they first inter- introduced the different legions. But this, this is a whole different level. Like, this gives you everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And it, it, it sets the standard for all the other books. It gives you like the name of the legion, number of the legion, what they called them, what they were before. Because what people won't know is that legions actually change names. Well, the Black Legion or the Sons of Horus or the Luda Wolves yep, change names most. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the planets they come well. from, where they recruit the the units from, like their their doctrines, their the history, it's... Who they allied with, you know, if like yeah, and, legions they connected with and stuff. Yeah, and, and how they kind of evolved from being... Because obviously, if you read in the, in the story of Fluff, most of the legions were <clears throat> crafted at, in Terra. Yeah. Different continents sent different things uh, in Terra. Uh, and, and, like, we have the classic with the, the Night Lords, from that uh, crazy dark prison shit in terror. Yeah. Um, so, so you have like the albino barbarians recruited by different legions and so on. Uh, so you get all that background and then eventually you get to their home planet. Where, and we remember that from like 40k fluff. Caliban. Everyone knows about Caliban because now it's the rock of Baal for the blood angels and so on and yeah. so on. So they know that most space marines have like like their own home planet, like the Imperial Fists, were always Terra, but technically yep. they're not always always Terra, which, spoilers, no, if you other Black Inuit? Yeah. Inuit was where Rogal Dome was found, and yeah. It's... Yeah, if, if, if you read the other, <laughs> if you read the other fucking uh, uh, Black books, you will see that there are different planets and stuff. So, and, and because the Traitor Legions you haven't really fluffed out in any of the previously histories about where their their home planets has been. Obviously, we found that out in the Black Library books. Uh, Cathona is like the Sons of Horus. Yeah. 
Uh, and obviously you have the world eaters, you have the Empress children, and they all have the same background stories about like their home planets and stuff. Because they were just like any other legion that we know about in 40k universe, like Ultramars or Ultramarines. Everyone knew that. They played 40k. And it's good to see like the Trader Legions actually had they were just like any other legion. Yeah. And, and it was... made you Yeah, it made you Sorry. connect more with them and obviously made the betrayal feel more harsh, but yeah. Sorry, Sorry I was still on. No no. No, I was with you as well. I was about to say it, it, it gives you it gives such a such a connection and and something for you to to build from a. I've always taken it from a hobbying perspective. Let's, let's go that way for a second. That the the breakdowns and the information about each legion gives you the opportunity to really find something that fits you as a player. And you know it's it's just such a rich environment to find something there, and it gives you that personal personal connection. Like you say, it's like finding finding your favorite um, character in a TV series. If it's a good TV series, the characters are, are well rounded out. They've got backgrounds, they've got personality traits, all that sort of stuff, and that's what the legions have here. It's not. Like you said, the Black Legion, which is technically a very a very mixed bunch, has a background, has stories, and there's lots of that there. But it, it's still very open. This feels a lot more specific and a lot more um, detailed to this particular way of doing things, this particular way the Legion works. And I love that in each of those sections, not only have you got all this information, but you've got some fucking gorgeous color plates on how legionnaires look you know and not just here's a standard legionary it's here's a legionary and he happens to be part of the um you know this this is a an unknown destroyer for example um and you know this is what he looked like or even even showing off a historical picture of what they looked like before. You know, like, this is what the Legion looked like as the Warhounds, when you've got the um, the uh, World Eaters, for example. It might not be a mile away from the colour scheme or how they look now as the, as the Legion that we know, but it, it's very... It seems very rare that it was something that Games Workshop would do, as, you know, showing the old stuff this is how it yeah. could look because people could god forbid go i like the look of that i'm gonna go and paint that well you can you can do that there are ways of that existing in in 30k so having those reference points there you know this is what uh, a legion um like a sons of horace sergeant looks like so maybe if you sit there painting going, oh, I'm not exactly sure how my sergeant should look like, you can go and look. You can get some inspiration. You know, there's all those fantastic details in there. And I I absolutely love it. I, I, I'm just blown away by that stuff. No, no, I can't, I can't stop looking at the book. I'm sorry, I get all distracted. 
It's fine. I'm trying to do that. I'm doing the same, man. I've got it in front of me as well. I'm trying my best here. But uh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the league and background and stuff, it's like it's perfectly. And it sets the trend for for the future of all the books. So book two, book three, and like all the way book to book nine, where they have it. Exemplary battles. They have like background, doctrine, primark story, uh, and all that shit. It's just, I love it. It sets, yeah, it sets the tone to how it come. And you know, but we we don't just get legions in book one. We get something that we haven't had before, which everyone knows from forty k times. Mm-hmm. Uh, around 2000, and that's Legion Mortis as well, which yeah, is especially for, and from the days of playing Epic as well. Yeah, don't forget Epic because that was, yeah, Legion Mortis. Because I, I, well. I, yeah, I, I remember back uh, like Titan Legions and stuff. Yeah, Legion Mortis were like a Nurgle, Nur- Nurgle uh, Titan Legion. Yeah. If I can't remember, like now everyone, can, everyone can sign in and say I'm. I'm fu- everyone's going to shout us whether we get it right or wrong. So just just yeah. go with it. <laughs> yeah. So so you send us in if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure from my memory, Legio Mortis was like a Nurgle Titan Legion back in the day, uh, and I think they become from memory from if you read Black Library books and if you read. The background in the black books, uh, you you can sort of sense it. Like I don't I don't think it's already been written in the black library book, but correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that you get the hints because of the Nurgles, like the the virus bombing, the flesh eating virus, and how mm-hmm. Legion reacts and how they're kind of born into this heresy, which is kind of had viruses. Yeah, aka Nurgle, and yeah, and all that around, and how how that legion gets gets born into basically become Nurgle. If you it, spoiler alert, if, if everyone remembers the audio drama where they actually find Loken at Istvan three, and there yeah, he's like, where he's Cerebus, you mean? Yeah, and then you realize that the entire fucking planet is filled with plague zombies and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the the planet in itself is a Nurgle planet. You kinda realize that it, I don't know if Alan did it intentionally or not, but I think it kinda drives back to Legion Mortis being a Nurgle kind of legion. Yeah. I'd like to think that that was the case. Yeah. But we'll see in the future though. Once they once they do like the siege of terror when they all get corrupted and shit. <laughs> but <laughs> so I'm on page 143 yeah, out of basically right. 290 pages. Yeah. So we have 142 pages of just fluff. Yeah. And That's then beautiful picture. Sorry, I was just going to say the fact yeah. that they've got a breakdown of a war maniple. For Legio Mortis, and the the <laughs> oh, it's so fucking gorgeous. Which eventually turned into Adeptus Titanicus getting reborn, but that's yeah. that's a different that's story for episode. a different. <laughs> that's another episode. 
But uh, the, the thing is, like, uh, 289 pages. Halfway, yeah. halfway of the book is just fluff. Yeah. And it's, it's just worth it just for the fluff. It's insane. Yeah. And then we go into the classic kind of Imperial Army stuff where they present you with, with a campaign, which is this, obviously this is the Istvan 3 campaign. And I have to say, if you have not, like if you have picked up this book, and all you've done, because you're not really curious about it, because you play Heresy now, you started fairly late. Not, not like, like you did, Jody, like book three-ish, but I'm talking like book five and forward. Yeah. Well, once they were, once they were actually a rule book for Horus Heresy and so on, and you probably have skipped reading about the campaigns, the missions back then, because obviously the missions got changed again, and the campaign system and the army list. You, have, you because you have the army list in the red book now, so you don't really care about the old army list. But yeah, it is worth it to go back and read this. Because the yeah. Istvan 3 campaign, if you've ever been to an event, and if, if you're ever thinking about running an event, or if you think about just playing a small series of games with your mates, this is what started it all. And you can see, whoever, whoever's been to a Brang and Heresy event, if you read the Istvan 3 campaign, you can see it's a red thread that we run through all our events. Yeah. It's like the basic concept about campaign points, about building scenarios, how you influence each other, and so on. This, yeah. this is like, this is the beginning of it all. It is yeah, so it is. fucking good. Yeah, and, it's, and the thing is, what I love about this is, like we talked, like exactly what you said there is, there's a structure to it, but if you actually look at it, you've got your mission breakdowns, but you've also got narrative stuff. You know, you've got... Uh, it starts showing that there are different ways of doing... You know, it's not just kill points. It's not just, let's do this. You know, let's get out and do that. It's, you know, like... Um, they've got legendary battles that you can play through. You know, and they have... so they And the, in this, they have... Um, like narrative, literally narrative objectives, objectives, which is uh, fleshed out more. Um, where you've got things like I'm literally looking at one now. Um, let's just have a quick look at this. So this is this is uh, messenger or what is it? Where is it? Flight of Truth. It's like Phase Two legendary battle, which sounds fucking epic. I mean, I can't lie about that. That sounds brilliant. It's not, and this is a thing. It's not play. It's different sizes of games this isn't played on a four by four not a six by four you know it has its um different rules for setup uh you have basically it's an escort mission but it's an escort mission that fits into a story that fits into the gameplay and it's it's a for me it has a lot more to it than the old um, escort the objective missions um, that used to exist. Um, you know that that's just one, and the idea is that you want to get this. The, the whole thing is to, that you want to get um, 
that you want to get this guy out as quickly as you can, which can be a real nightmare. Um, Are you talking about like the the Black Reach mission when you escorted that guy? With well, yeah, but also, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm just <laughs> bit, 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 well, it's actually because there's the. I'm just talking about the narrative missions that they've actually yeah. brought in here, which is like, as I was saying, the Flight of Truth, which is like same sort of thing. It's the same escort mission, but it fits because it fits with. It fits so well with the narrative. Like, um, like there's one brilliant short story, which I think Gav thought wrote. Uh, I might be wrong, so or is it Anne Dembski? But I can't remember who wrote it. I apologise. Somebody is screaming at me right now, calling me a fucking idiot because I can't remember. But it's where um, a Blood Angel captain, I think it is, or something, goes and and captures and rescues Arkham Land and pulls him out uh, during the evacuation of Mars. Now, if you think about it, the evacuation of Mars, going a bit further forward in the story, big event, big story, mm-hmm. big piece. This one particular little mission has such a bit, you know, to to capture and pull pull out Arkham Land or rescue him, basically, um, from being assassinated, has such a massive effect on the overall heresy for who this person is that having these missions here, you can do so much with them. You could do it for, um, you know, we've done it before when we've talked about having like. If a commander goes down in a battle, is he dead? Is he injured? Has he been captured? Well, if you want to do that with your mates, you can take this mission and go, actually, that's my commander. That's my lead. That's my Praetor model there. You know, you can play with it. He was in a shuttle on the way back or whatever. It, there's so much you can do with these little narrative missions. And oh, they're just they're just beautiful. They just they just add such a layer to them. And they're not all simple things there you know there's different deployment maps there's different um different objectives all this sort of stuff which just adds to the way that you can play your um play your game like you say if you're doing it between mates um or if you want to start you know run an event you can go well i don't want to just do five games six games of this deployment map i want a story well i can throw this mission in i can throw that mission in all of this is in one book. You know? It's in one book. Which is just... I don't know. It is like getting yeah. the original print of something, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know. I'm trying not to reread these missions while we're recording, because it's like, this is fucking good. I think that... Um, it's definitely worth it, like how they work campaign points instead of just victory points, and how yeah. each battle actually affects the bigger narrative. Uh, yeah. And 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 it's it has the classic hallmark of everything. And like they're right, like just if you don't like these rules, make it your own. Make yeah. sure it fits the narrative, so on, so on, so on. But but still, it, it fits together. It's like. It's divided up in, into different phases, and and kind of each phase concluded with one of those missions that you explained about, like the the massive epic missions, mm-hmm. uh, and follows the entire stories, follows everything from Angron and everyone is hitting the fucking planet to to the stories we we know from from Galaxy in Flames what happens, the actual events that happens yep. during the story, and I don't know, I I just love it. It's like it's very thought through. The, 
I think the only camp that is book four, isn't it? Conquest. Yeah. Conquest. That yeah. has like that has the next next really good campaign system in it. And uh, but this campaign system is it is oh, it's it's yeah. it's just really well done. I just, I just yeah. like it. it. It's super good. And do you know what? I I have literally whilst we've been talking. <laughs> found something that I've forgotten was in here and I've forgotten about a hundred percent but it's like the the um let me just get the right title for it because I want to go like battle the war the Istvan three battlefield terrain. Now there's a whole uh-huh. section on you know specific battlefield terrain that is relevant to Istvan. So yeah. you can you can use all of this stuff and this is just another layer on top, another coat, another literally another coat of paint, another layer, another highlight, whatever you want to call it, on top of this, on top of this color, uh, this basic sort of <laughs> colors, for you to add to it. I mean, you're looking like burned forests, iron thickets, corpse groves. I mean, just piles of corpse. Because this is what was going on. People were being slaughtered, you know, Marines were being slaughtered in their hundreds or, or even more. And there's just piles of bodies that are there. And it has an effect on people because fucking right it does. <laughs> you know, you come running around the corner and there's a pi- giant fucking pile of bodies of your mates or your people who used to be your mates or whatever. You're going to think twice about stuff. You know, and and also, it's the first time they introduced uh, Warzone traits, which we yes. love for our events. Oh yeah, Warzone traits are amazing. They they yeah. are they really add stuff. Because they like they they from all the books through, there will be more and more Warzone traits, and it's it's something that we like. I I made all the Warzone traits into cards, obviously yeah. because I love cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, another thing that people might not know, or may or may not know, is that besides this campaign, besides all the specific epic battles, the, the, the normal missions and stuff, this is also where you finally get Soul Metalis in yes. like a rulebook. I was about to say, yeah, next to... I mean, oh, fuck me. Uh, this is... I, I can't remember, and, and somebody will shout at me in the ether. Um, but I don't think they'd released the Zone Mortalis tiles by this point. I don't, uh, I'm not sure. Um, or I it was think on the, they it was, have. I have they? I yeah, they, I was gonna say. yeah, I think I, I think they had already. They've just released all those, like the, the Xeno Lab and all that shit. That must be, maybe that's what I was thinking, because it was, it, was, it was still such a, not niche thing, but... It was it was one of those things from where when I was around, Zone Mortalis was so few and far between in games wise because the tiles were so fucking, you know, expensive. The tiles or nothing. Yeah, they were expensive, but a lot of people had them. Compared to the plastic ones now, no, it's true. Um, But you know, there were so many. It was it was expensive. You know, they 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 could warp. They were you know. It was hard to do, and if you got the chance to play on Zone Mortalis, it was a thing. You know what I mean? Um, no. It was, it was an event in and of itself. Um, 
but I, I remember um, hearing, cause again, I didn't play until later, hearing people about coming up with different ways of doing it, and it was just, I thought it was amazing. I think the very first time I saw a Zone Mortality at the table was at one of our events. I can't remember which one it was. I don't remember if we had one. Did we have the one for the very first Scandis? Yeah. Uh, we did, didn't we? Yeah, because you've got, you had, was it yourself or was it somebody else who had one? Uh, I didn't have one. Uh, I no. think we borrowed one. Yeah. And that was because uh, I, I remember being just knocked on the floor for seeing this in person. And it was just. Now, now, now I have three, but. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Times have changed, my friend. Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> That's all about protection. Amen to that. Um, but yeah, it's. Zone Mortalis was it was its own thing. It's like getting um, you know, it's it's, it's like buying a, buying you know a, a game for your Xbox or something, and then getting the down the DLC immediately part of it. It's like this is something you would literally pay extra for. This would be a supplement book if it was if it was main 40k or even Warhammer. You know, this would be its own supplement book. You'd get it separately. It'd be its own thing. But no wallop. Now, I know they had the online rule set for a while, but they produced it inside this book. And it, it wasn't a yeah. throwaway thing. It wasn't just here that it's got, you know, organization charts, got rules for the door. It's got everything that's there. And, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm having a moment here. I'm having a moment. This is, <laughs> this is just too fucking good. And the pictures, oh, again with the pictures and the layouts, and oh, it's so pretty. Oh, I want to play Zone Mortalis again, even if it's against Linus and he shoves a dreadnought up my ass in the first round like he did last time. This isn't too bad. Yeah. It is, well, no, not too bad at all, except when you forget that there's a door right behind your command section and he puts a, a dreadnought with, two, with at least one assault cannon in and just walks in and just goes, and you know, two thirds of your force just wiped out in a second. It's like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you live and learn very fast. <laughs> but yeah, no, but it's just, yeah. But oh man, Zomortalis is. I love Zomortalis so much. I, could, I yeah. would love to own a, a table myself at some time, some point in the future. But, well, uh, we we'll have to we we'll have to play some Zomortalis again. Soon. Damn right. It's we'll so play, we'll play some next time we're hanging out. We'll, we'll play some because that's yeah. that's a lot of fun. But I mean, again, we, we're talking about you know you've got a full campaign system, a full you know with everything you need to play. You want to just pick a game, you know, just do a game, turn to one of these pages, boom, it's there in front of you. You've got missions that tie into the story, boom, they're right there in front of you. You want to play, you know. Zone Mortalis, you want to play in, on board one of the ships? You want to play on board, you know, in the vaults? I think it was like, you know, book three and book one is the only one that really has full Zone Mortalis rules for memory. I believe so, yeah. I, I don't know about the more recent books, if anything's been brought out. Yeah, but I, I think that they only have like a little bits and pieces, but I don't think. Well, for the full Somatalis rules, I think only book one has them. Um, yeah. And I think they're mentioned again in book three, when it's like for uh, Iron, Iron uh, Imperial Fist versus Iron Warriors. Yeah, I'm I just trying to have a look, some... see if I can find book. 
I'm trying to see if I can find my copy of book three because a lot of my stuff is packed away at the moment. Oh. But uh, I'll have a look now. But yeah, there's, it is, I mean, it is where the Zomortalis rules are. Um, as simple as that. I mean, if you want them, this is where you go. Because, you know, this is all the, this is, this is what you need. And again, you've got stratagems, which are really fun if you get to play with them. Um, you know, little, little things that you can, you can add into your, uh, your units and, and, and what's going on. Um, uh, things like, you know, if you, if you ever wanted to do that whole, um, you know, like corridor scene from aliens, you know, where they put the sentry guns up, you got sentry guns, you can throw them up kind of fun. Um, you know, you've got, you know, assault tactics, you can do stuff. Um, Fucking fire wasps. You ever played with those things? No. Oh, yeah. The floaty flamer units. It's like stuff like that. A flamer in enclosed in enclosed spaces is not okay. <laughs> flamers in summer talents are always okay. <laughs> well, especially yeah, especially when you do black shields and the torrent flamers. Oh fuck that shit. Then they're nasty. super okay. Then they're super okay. Super duper okay, um, <laughs> but there is there is just some fun shit in here, man. I mean, mm. uh, we could do an entire, we could do an entire event around Zone Mortalis, and it would be so much fucking fun. Yeah, I know. So much as is so underrated, it, it is, is definitely my, one of the better uh, options of gaming. I have to say. Fun, funny enough, I, I somebody pointed this out to me a while back, and I, I can't remember who it was, but. It's actually a really great way of starting into the hobby. Because yeah. you think about it, you, you only need max like 1,500 points. Not even that. No, no, uh, five, 500 about... points. Yeah, I mean, if you want to play a big game, you're talking 1,000. Um, so you don't, you don't have to worry about things like super heavies or you know, mass amounts of units. It's a solid way of just getting started. And, you know, the rules are there in book one. Crack on, get you, get yourself started and have yourself uh, have yourself okay. some fun and, and start playing. Summer tiles force force selection. Each force should be selected using four force organization shot for summer tiles battles with one force organization shot available up to thousand points aside to play. There we are. So thousand, thousand points. points. Thousand points. Yeah, which is. Nothing. Yeah, you know, when you when you look at like mm -hmm. the average heresy game is two and a half thousand. You know, it's it's nowhere near that, and it's so easy to get started. And that that was actually, I think I remember rightly, that was initially what I was basing my calf box on. Was like trying to do a a zone mortalis list, and ended up going nuts and trying to build something for a, a two thousand point event. But hey, it was worth it. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a it's a fabulous way of getting into the hobby because it's it's just low low requirements, but the gameplay is just such fun. Yeah, so much is so, so fucking so fucking good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then, well, once once you've once you've sucked in all the fluff, all the all the gameplay rules, all the stuff that you can actually do, you've 
jump into the uh, the army list. Books. Yeah. And this is the first time we get the Crusade army list with the Age of Darkness Force organization chart, which hasn't yeah. fucking changed. Changed a lot. And I'll say the Age of Darkness chart hasn't yeah. changed either. It's solid. It's dependable. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, it's it's what it needs it to be. You got your and you you've got the the allies chart, which, honest to God, if you actually just look at it, it looks like somebody spilled a pack of M and M's over something. Um, <laughs> but it but it makes sense because you actually look down at it and go, okay, these guys are these you know friends and fellow warriors, and you know this works and. You know, I can see that, yeah, there, there's definitely no way that Thousand Suns and, and Space Wolves are going to be friends, but you can, you know, Thousand Suns and, uh, let's see, you know, now pick the fucking Thousand Suns, and I've got to go and actually look at who they're allied with. <laughs> they're, Imper- know, like... Imper- Imper- Imper Army is happy to play with Ultramarines, yeah. Thousand Suns, Sons of Horrors, Word, Word Bearers, yeah. Uh, and no, sorry. Salamanders. Yeah. Word bearers. Sons And Alpha Legion. Oh. So they're there. Um <laughs> but it's just this, you know, you've got you've got the how does this how does this work with this and how do they work with that and it's pretty cool and I, re- I really like that they've got them there. Um, and then you start getting into the actual rules of the game and how the game is played. Um, and you, you start off with just really simple descriptions of this is what this is, this is what you've got, and it just starts building up from there. I love that the first first page of rules, it talks about battlesmiths, but it talks about primarchs straight away. No messing. It's like, here are your god warriors. This is what they have as, like, default. <laughs> and then and then it just keeps going. It just keeps going. Like, warlord traits. I love warlord traits, man. I think they're, they're <laughs> so much fun. Um, I mean, we've all got, let's be fair, we, we all have specific ones that we'd like to, to roll. Um, I think my personal favorite is World Burner, which is like where you get uh, D3 units um, who have template or blast weapons. They get the Shred special rule. Um, if they didn't have it before, that's always fun because, you know, rerolls are fun, especially on plasma tanks. Uh, yeah, it's all about the rerolls. All about the rerolls. Um, or like one of the things that you don't have, didn't have a lot of to start off with, especially was deep striking on units, you had them on, on a lot of other things, but you could, you know, on infantry units, they, they weren't, you had your assault units, but a lot of others, it wasn't there. So you have like void Walker, you know, getting deep strike on, on, uh, an infantry unit can be a massive, massive difference in a game. If you're you're yeah. putting down a a unit behind, you know, attempting to deep strike in a unit towards enemy lines or something. It's, yeah, uh, I, I like I like Void Walker. But for yeah. a Fulgrim, he can pick his. So 
Love this one, by the way. And I remember, you know, the Child of Terror, I remember they actually released a a Praetor with a fist and a bolt pistol. Yes, I remember that. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was like a Terror veteran, and he was like a special character-ish. So you you picked him, and he always had the Child of Terror. Well, not great. Yeah, I mean, I'm and, a, and, a, and a mastercrafted, pa- mastercrafted power fist, I think. Yeah, again, never. It's never bad to reroll a one. Okay. <laughs> never, never bad to reroll. <laughs> it's never bad. Yeah, and then and then we start getting into the units, like you straight into your Legion Praetor, and, and Centurions and veteran yeah. squads and all that and shit that we that we knew to love. Forever. And do you know what I love about this? this? This is just a very simple, simple point, but I absolutely love about this is that this is, even though they focused on um, the legions early on, and you get the feeling that we're going to be looking at the legion, these four legions specifically, um, you know, Empress Children, Death Guard, World Eaters, and Sons of Horus. When it comes to the, the army list, the rules and everything, it's generic. So the, yeah. I, I'm imagining, you know, somebody picks up this book for the very first time it comes out and goes, I don't want to play one of those four legions. I want to play Ultramarines. Well, you can, because this book has the rules for it. And I love that. And I know it's a very simple thing. And you're like, well, well, uh, fuck off, ghost. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, duh, it makes sense. It's like, yeah, but they didn't have to. They could have made this super specific about those units and the, those legions and just Istvan. But they were like, yeah. no, we're going we're to give the stories. We're going to make this a book about the betrayal, but we're going to make this game open from the get-go. So you can still build your list. They won't have the special rules that come up later when we actually look at the special rules for those specific legions. No. But and late, later on, you'll be able to play them. In later books, you were allowed to, if if your legion weren't uh, present of rules yet, you got to pick uh, from a list of traits, right? Well, yeah, it? it was yeah. Well, it was it, there was. Oh God, now you're asking. Um, there was def- There was something specific that you could get. You could choose. Um, I apologize. I can't remember exactly what it was. But there was something that, that gave it a little bit of flavor, um, which, again, was good because, uh, you know, there are like the rights of war. There are some great rights of war in here to start off with. Uh, I mean, you've got yeah. Orbital Assault, Armored Spearhead. Um, I mean, Angel's Wrath feels very specific just by the name. Um, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure there was uh, somewhere in... Not maybe not in this book, but in other books. Like if your legion has not been covered yet, uh, you can pick from the following uh, rules and traits to represent your legion. Quite possibly. I, I honestly can't remember. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to have a look. Uh, let me have a look at that page there. Uh, just have a look at book three. Because there's additional rules. Just going back to your point earlier, like you mentioned, by the way, about book three. Book three has uh, a lot of 
so much had a specifics in there. Um, yeah. So yeah. Huh. Well, I, I'm remember. Maybe it was not in this book, but I'm I'm pretty sure there was somewhere where if you, your legion has not been presented yet, blah 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 blah. You're I'm guessing it was pick. book two or three. I mean, it wasn't. Wouldn't have been much further on than that because I think we're starting to cover everybody by that point. So I think it would have yeah. been in book two or three if it's if it's there. Um, yeah, because book three has my my eternally my eternal darlings, the Iron Warriors, in them. And <laughs> still my favorite picture ever. One of my like favorite her- heresy book artwork of the um, the havoc that is carrying the auto cannon. Um, oh yeah. In his, in his Mark Three, no Mark Two armor, uh, looking like a fucking boss. Uh, anyway, going back, I'm not going to go. Oh, I could do a whole whole thing on book three. Maybe we will. Um, <laughs> let's stick to book one right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is where you get the introduction of rights of war, which again, another cool way of, um, you know, making changes to your force. Um, I mean, how many? To be fair, how many Pride of the Legion forces did you uh, did you face in the beginning? Because God knows, them. I used to, I used to run Pride of the Legion all the time because veterans and terminators as troop choices was amazing <laughs> especially when you could do the old sniper veterans and you just it was fucking deadly um i mean yeah it was taking the piss when you could technically get away with um uh, rolling sixes to wound <laughs> flamer but we all common sense that one out relatively yeah. quickly relatively not 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 fast relatively <laughs> and then Forge One finally got like, "Yeah, we think this is stupid too. We're not doing this anymore." It's like, "Oh, okay," um, <laughs> but they were right. I'm not going to argue about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, more and more flavor, more and more ways to play different things. You know, consoles. Consoles are great fun. Um, did you did you run lot lots of those as sort of a thing to do with yours or? With your I did, I did that. Yeah, I did. I did that uh, for my iron, oh man, world eaters, and then I had consoles for my uh, empress children and stuff. I think yeah. for my world eaters, I had like a, I had a master of signals to start with because that was just a, such a fucking cool medal. Yeah. And then besides that, I just had like a a, a regular normal console dude. Just hang with a command squad, which I wanted to put Angron in, and then they may get him a transport to actually drop down to the pan- planet. Yeah. So yeah, but we've gone from like the few consoles that was in book one to now we have so many different special console types. It's crazy. And I love the fact but that I, they 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 all make sense and they all fit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's good though. Like, uh, yeah. You can you can all tie them back together to the fluff, like not just in the Black Library books, but like or also into you know the the I, I just like how they progress and and they show that because I remember in this book it says that all legions and I know JP keeps hoping about it, like all legions can do all the kind of works, 
is yeah. that some legions are better at certain tasks than others. Uh, and that's why, answer. yeah, and that's why I like the console types, and you can see, like, the world leaders, which everyone thought is just fucking corn of the circus, but they're not. Like, they have all, they can have all the consoles, they can have all the special gears and stuff, and they can actually yeah. be a, a, a proper fighting for this, not just about blood for the blood god and fucking taking skulls, skulls for the gold throne and so on. Yeah. Yeah. But they can actually do everything. There, there was yep. a time before madness. Yeah, and, and you can play really, me that way. Totally, totally yeah. fine. Yeah, which is good. And yeah, and and the entire Space Marine Legion, like this, this is this is the start that later became that Red Book. That now again with the FAQ with the. All the extra, like I think it's it's a due time to have another red book because it's been added so many units and stuff. True. So I think yeah, it's about the time there will be another Legion of Status red book, and there should be another Legion of Status Legion book because now we have all the legions. Yeah. But but before yeah. that happened, we only had these fours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this this and, is where it began, and this is the start. I mean. Yeah. I, I'm looking through now, and I'm just looking at like the different units. It's like the the such a massive difference in units between 30k and 40k at the time this was released. Yeah. Um, when you're looking at like destroyers, and they're using rad missiles, and you know this is like holy shit. This stuff is just like yeah, it's like, the back. Vol- yeah, Volkites uh, yeah, are in there. You know, Phosphex existed at one point, at some point, started existing at some point. Um, and I mean, that alone was such a point. You know, you'd have uh, reading some of the stories again in Fluff later on in the books and stuff like how certain legions would refuse to use them, refuse to use Phosphex, other legions would embrace it happily, you know. Stuff like that. Um, dreadnoughts. You know, dreadnoughts became a thing. A proper thing and not just... I'm sorry to say this. Not just like special characters or one-offs you would run. You'd have talons of dreadnoughts. You'd be running three dreadnoughts. You know, with, with the twin-linked... You know, with the carries pattern assault cannons or yeah. auto cannons or twin-linked las cannons. Well, Conversion beamers, for fuck's sake. Yeah, you know, I mean, all like, these cool e- options. E- everything was just much bigger. Like you could, you could technically, yeah. like back in the old day, we had a Devastator squad. You had like four heavy weapons or five, like four heavy weapons, a sergeant, and now you can have basically ten heavy weapons. You have tactical support squads that didn't exist, like because yeah, remember the old tactical squad in 40k was like ten marines. Which consisted of a sergeant, someone with a specialist weapon, and someone with a heavy weapon. But yeah. now you had like tactical marines. There were twenty fucking marines. You yeah. could add ten specialist weapons. You could add ten heavy weapons. Uh, and the only one that looked like used to a homage back to the day where the classic loadout. If everyone remembers, like the first ever plastic set released by Games Workshop with the beakies. You could have a missile launcher, you know, the, the one with the fucking 
kind of angrily beaky head of the actual yeah, missile yeah, yeah. launcher. Yeah, and a flamer. That's what you got yeah. in the plastic set. Yeah. And the veteran squads can actually be equipped exactly like that. Yeah. And, and the only thing is that you can actually move and shoot the heavy weapon, just like in the olden days. Mm -hmm. Suspense so, webs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it, I just love how they thought back to how it used to be, and they kind of tied it all together and made it into how it is now. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's so clever. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. And I love that there's, there, there's so much that was familiar, if that makes sense, if you were coming over from 40K. A lot of the stuff was familiar, so you didn't feel out of the game, because obviously this is where everything came from. 30K is where 40K comes from in the in the timeline you know with the technologies and stuff going up so you have your rhinos you have your drop pods and stuff like that um you have your attack bikes but you also have outriders which match up to your bike squads but then you get things like jet bikes actual jet bikes which were mm. so the models are so cool it used to be like lead, mo lead models <laughs> back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Imperial Guard jet bikes. Yeah, but now you're getting them in. The, you're getting them in there for the Marines, and you're getting to see them in there. You've got you 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 get proper. What I like to think of as proper tank squadrons, not one or two, but you can get them in in groups of three, and you can technically run two or three groups of three, depending on how you were set up. You know, if you were doing different things, Land Raider squadrons. Whereas you know, it'd be very rare to see more than one land raider on the battlefield. You're doing squadrons of them. You know, you've got artillery. It's just so much. The Vindicator. You know, starting to see tanks that that aren't available in 40k. Uh, the Spartan. I mean, everybody has a Spartan. <clears throat> Every man and his dog has a Spartan. Every man and his yeah. dog also has a has a strategy for opening up a Spartan now. Yeah, there, was a, there was a point and, in the day where it was like, fuck me, those with flesh shields. <laughs> yeah. Spartans with flesh shields. Good fucking luck, Classic. basically. <laughs> you know, Classic. Whatever was coming out was coming out to, to, to hurt you, and you had to just get ready for it. They're all dead stars in Spartans. Yeah. We've come so, so far from there. We have. We have, actually. The meta has changed so much. But I think it's due for a comeback at some point. I don't know how. <laughs> well, I still I have my Spart Spartans. Oh, yeah. I need to get one. Um, but <laughs> Spartans are... I think Spartans are due for a comeback somehow. Yeah. Maybe they'll. Maybe it'll be like a Spartan squadron and they'll connect together like Voltron or something. And then they'll be <laughs> a super heavy. But they're due for a comeback. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then I, I... I'll be honest with you. One of my favorite models of all time even though it's one of the worst models to put together, or at least it used to be, it's the Cestus Assault Ram. Oh, it's so cool. It's, I, I don't know why <laughs> I love that thing so much, but I do. Because it's a flyer that is a tank? Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's a flying tank that can hold ten Terminators. That, that was the incident. Ever never ending debate that could you have a Primark in a Cessna's assault brand? 
because you can only have power armor and terminator armor and only certain primarchs said that they had power like oh this is a special brand of power armor this is a special yeah. brand of terminator armor and yeah. we just decided that holy fuck either it's terminator armor or it's power armor i don't care if it's called the you can get blooming flower yeah the blooming flower of blah 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 <laughs> yeah you know the blooming flower it of left testicle it's in yeah it, it it is they have normally unless they're bulky extra bulky then then they have terminator armor artifice yeah. or special term or if they're not they have power armor like fulgrim angron power armor ferris uh your perturable terminator armor. yeah fuck it fuck it you know yeah, just make it easy. <laughs> why, why, why will just Horus be able to ride the Horus and and fucking Papa Smurf are the only one yeah. that can ride the Sisters of Sorcerer? It's retarded. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. No. And then, and then, and then we're talking Lords of War, the Fellblade. Mm. Oh. oh, so sexy. The Typhon heavy siege tank as a as, as an Iron Warrior, oh baby, um, it, it was so pretty. It was the mo- mother of all annihilators. Like I put my pipe type pipe plate here. Oh, everyone dies. Reroll cover save. Yeah, like, it won. I what, it won me an event once. It won me. It won me. It won me a match against uh, Custodes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love it. I, I absolutely adore it. I lo- this is where they, I think this is not not the first time, but they had rules for the Thunderhawk in here. Yep. And you're looking at it, it's like nine hundred points for a Thunderhawk. How are you ever going to get that in a game? Okay, yeah, that that works. Uh, yeah. That scale. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need we need Storm, and then and then eventually you got Stormbirds, and you're like laugh at your Thunderhawks. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stormbird Stormbird is basically a coffee table without a stand. Um yeah. those things are fucking huge. Um and then your your personal favorite, the Cerberus Heavy Tank Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, I always run that for my Raven Guard. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 a lovely piece, but it is just oh it it was shit back in the day. It's slightly better, but it you can have so many other tanks that are so much yeah. better for way lesser points. Yeah. And, oh, they, 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 need, they need to figure out where the fuck to do with the servers. Yeah. It could do, it could do with an overhaul. Yeah. Um, rules-wise, just a little bit. But oh, so many cool things that were available to, to build so such a wide variety of forces. Yeah. I just, and then, I, not, not, not to talk about the whole introduction to the Mechanicum list. Oh, yeah, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> mm. That's a whole other thing. I mean, wow, that's... That, I remember the first time, like, it took me years to realize what the fuck was going on with Mechanicum because it was... <laughs> there were so many rules. So yeah. many rules. So you probably so felt the same. Oh God, yeah. crazy! I tell you what, we'll get there in a minute. But I want to, I want to touch on that. That we once you've gotten through this main rules list, 
they there's just more to it there's descriptions of the weapons there's you know and it's not just here's a stat line it's this is what it's like this is what it can do describing phosphex bombs and oh nasty shit it's beautiful but once you get past that then you get onto what has honestly always been one of my favorite bits of the black books and that's yep. the army army list appendixes but we start <laughs> talking about the specific armies so it's like the, the different things. So you've got like, so we start off, boom, straight away, Sons of Horus. A little bit of information about them. Their special, their unit, their special rules for, um, for the army as a whole. So Edge of the Spear, Merciless Fighter, Bitter Pride. Um, and then we start looking at Legion-specific units. So like, back when Justerian Terminators were three three models per unit instead of five and they were fucking expensive points wise but they were pretty fucking boss when you considered what they were carrying and what they were doing and that they had um these different you know these sort of special rules um built into them but they always felt like they should have been um a five five man unit um but they're just beautiful. Oh. Anyway, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm trying not to gush on them because they're gorgeous. Uh, and then straight into Horace the Warmaster. No ifs, no buts, no teases. No, he'll come at a later date. You know, when we want to do a big reveal, yeah. like maybe at the Siege of Terror. Boom. Yes, yes, yes five, five hundred points. Bam, that's your mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at, look at just, just. Yeah, 500 points of the fuck. <laughs> he does what now? Um, excuse me, how am I going to remove that from my ass when it hits me? Um, you know, and beautiful. Uh, two pages of rules. Two pages of rules. Easy to comprehend. <laughs> to remember every single thing about with a Primark, which I've, I've found. It's like, you know, sometimes you forget, oh, they've got it will not die, or they've got... These rules, uh, oh shit, they've got this as well. This would, you know, you just there are so many of them, but when they when yeah. you get down to it, they're. I mean, to, let's be fair. Debilitating strike, the special rule on the claw, the talon of Horus, it's nasty. It's still nasty. It's still nasty. It's it's one of the things that like, when you look at the newer newer Primarchs, it's one of the one of the few things that will really fuck up. Um, Lehman Russ, because you just zero out one of his stats to fuck him up. You might not be able to beat him statistically, but you can reduce his toughness to zero and kill him that way. You know, you can fuck yeah. him up. And it's it's a it's a first first book rule, and it's still golden. Um, you know, Abaddon's in there, Garviel Loken, and it's not all. Let's have. Well, you know, loyalist, or let's have, you know, let's not have everything here as traitor. It's like, well, we've got somebody who has to be. You can only play him if you're playing a loyalist version of the Sons of Horus. So it gives you that permission to play well, a loyalist it, it Sons of Horus if you're playing the the Istvan campaign and you don't want to be the guys doing the doing the killing. You want to fight back. 
It it also has like uh, the fucking worst <laughs> character ever. That still is worse. The poor fucking Sol Tarvit. Oh God, yeah. God bless Sol Tarvit. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> he he needs a revamp. He needs some love. He really does. Um, but yeah, I just oh man. And then you got World Eaters next, which World Eaters have got some of the best early stuff. I genuinely think, uh, like the Rampager squads are just fun. I don't know if they're any no, good. No. No one ever runs them, though. No, because there's better options out now. <laughs> yeah, well, there's like you can have rampagers or yeah. should you have butchers, red butchers, always butchers, always butchers. Yeah, it's, I know. It's no, there crazy. is no comparison. It's always butchers. But then again, straight, yeah, straight on to Angron. Angron, the da- the daddy Primark. I don't care what everybody else says. Angron gets going. <laughs> you fucked. <laughs> Angron, when Angron gets out, gets his head of steam up, he will fuck you up. Simple as that. He is a nasty motherfucker. Do you remember? Do you remember our first Scandus event where uh, you oh, were saying Angron get the nut versus the Nighthouse? <laughs> yeah, Angron just basically fucked everything up in one round of combat. It's like he did what now? <laughs> uh, that was so good. Yeah, and you t- okay. didn't he take out a fucking land raider or, or Spartan with with a yeah, no, raven and, guard? Yeah, yeah, no, no Iron Hands like he he, he tossed, Iron Hands, yeah, yeah, he, he tossed a knight at the land raider, who <laughs> exploded, and then that explosion killed out like the fucking Iron Hand uh, leader as well. <laughs> he was just he, he went through like five knights. Like there was no tomorrow, and uh, yeah, because oh he, yeah, that was just he, 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 he was fucking crazy. <laughs> so I, lo- I love I love that one because I love that one. I loved it when when it was when you came, when we remember when you played that big apocalypse game when you came down to Malmo that time, and it's yeah. like every all people were trying to do was keep Angron off the table because the moment Angron dropped on the <laughs> table. He just walked through a flank of the of this apocalypse game, and it was just beautiful. <laughs> it's just, yeah, he's killed something. Else. Okay, just 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 update me with the victory points. I know what he's killed by that one. Oh, he's yeah. fucking genius, mate! I love it. He gives zero shits. Yeah, zero shits will yeah. be given. Angry man. Yeah. And then, then your your other boys straight after, straight into the mm. Emperor's children, and perfection basically. Uh, uh, he's although, so good. Didn't the Palatine Blades get an update recently, or am I missing yeah, the, them? Yes, they have been updated recently because the Palatine Blades are absolutely fucking shit. <laughs> they used to be shit. Now yeah. they are a little bit shit, <laughs> but bearable. <laughs> They're bearable shit, I guess. Bearable shit, yeah. Oh, but I, I again, I just sitting here reading this stuff. I mean, just gives you such beautiful, um, beautiful images of what this stuff, what these characters were like, and I love the fact. Oh, excuse me, bloody hiccups. Um, 
have <laughs> one of the I think one of the most underrated but kind of interesting characters from the early books or well, from the Istvan series Istvan stuff in general is Rylanor the un, the uh, ancient uh, dreadnought he is the man the myth. he is yeah. and it's gorgeous and I, I don't know I think I've missed stuff later on I don't know if he shows up again in the stories later on yeah but yeah they, they find him and Stuff happened, no spoilers, obviously. No spoilers, well then but I'll yeah. have to go and find that because I've missed that, because that... So I love, I love Rylanor. I just, I just love the way he's, he's the sort of, just the attitude of him overall is just fucking brilliant. Um, and sort of like the way he goes out in the, in the book, like just disappearing inside and then gets, you know, buried and all that jazz. It's just like, fucking hero moment. And... I've always pictured. I've always pictured him. I know he's a contemptor, and he fits in that that sort of standard shell. But I've always pictured him, or I always wanted to do take one of the slightly smaller um, custodes uh, dreadnought setups with their wings yeah. and everything, and then paint that up as Rylanor. because I just feel like he should be fucking majestic. He should have more bling. Yeah. He should be a fucking majestic, blinged out dude, and just looking pretty. Uh, even though that might not be oh, who that... he is in the story. Oh, definitely, it, it deserves more, more love. Yeah, he really does. And then, yes, like you say, Saul Tarvitz. Um, yeah, God bless Saul Tarvitz. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if, you need a loyal, if you need a loyalist commander. Sure. Um, I mean, a prayer tool is just as good. <laughs> That's a better uh, option. Be- Which is, a prayer tool is better. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Because <laughs> you've got the option of the, uh, you, you can take things like a paracon blade and such. Um, <laughs> which is, uh, has its benefits. Um, <laughs> and then once, once you sort of out that, the last legion that's picked up here is the Death Guard. And again, you know, so many fucking cool options. Death Shroud, Mortarian, just, oh. I mean, so he, he's, he's, got the, he's got one of the best rules in the game, which is that fucking... Mortarian's fucking... Shanty's... He's yeah, like, it's the shunting. It's just <laughs> yeah, and it's it's especially it is super fucked up when he does it inside so Mortalis because he just shunts through walls and it's like oh they've got to go to the ah fuck <laughs> there's a fucking death there's a death guard Primark right in front of me fuck <laughs> what do I do because <laughs> he's just shunted through two walls and appeared when you th- thought he's had to take the whole way around it's like ah um, but he's he's brutal um yeah, i think he's pretty yeah i think this is one of the first mentions actually i've just picked up on this because again I'm, I'm, I'm rereading this book for the first time in like forever um krios morturg i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that right um a set he's called section leader krios morturg 
is actually listed as a black shield. So that's one of the earliest mentions of black shields in the books. Yep. Which is pretty fucking cool. It's pretty cool. No one really understood this black shield shit when when it all started. So... I'm still learning it now, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> Trying to get used to it all. But um, again, you got traitor-specific, loyalist-specific characters. Dude, there's so much. And then, yeah, yeah Mechanicum. Fuck, this shit's confusing. <laughs> um, but it's there. And you got... Warhound Scout Titans. You've got Scout Titans in there. Reaver Titans in there. Oh, do you remember when they were the biggest things on the ca- on the <clears throat> on the table? Yes, <laughs> I do. Was the biggest thing on the table. <laughs> oh, those back were the in, days. Back in the day. Yeah, I remember playing an event down in Malmo where there was a Warhound, and I was like, "Holy shit, this thing's huge! What am I gonna do?" And it's like Warhounds. Pfft, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's like everybody's got a strategy for taking out a warhound, just like they've got a strategy for taking out a a, a, a Spartan. It's the sort of down that level right now. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, how many how many warlord titans are you the owner of at the moment? Is it two or three? <laughs> I only own one. You do? I thought you had more. Yep. <clears throat> nope. Only I have one. one. One's enough. <laughs> I, have, one's, I have one warlord. War, <clears throat> yeah, one warlord, one reaver, and two warhounds. Nice. Well, technically that's, three. I have the plastic card warhound as well. Yeah, there is that too. But that's a different legion. That's part yeah. up as a different legion. But oh, for man. for my for my evil dudes, yeah, the legion mortis. Then I have my my reaver, and my warhound. Yeah. Which are very cool. They are super got, cool. They are very super cool. Uh, well, you painted them. Well, <laughs> so there you go. Yes. They're still, I'm just saying, as models <laughs> in general, they're super cool. Um, and then, uh, you know, to, to touch on it, I mean, do you have a Mechanicum Force of any shape or form? I don't. I have Mechanicum... Well, well, I do. I have... I have a Mechanicum Force Considerium, a Margos, three Castellacs, and six, um, what are they called? Daleks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you got, you got some Mechanicum representation going. Yeah, like a, 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 a baby force. Yeah, as I was going to say, I've got bits of a Mechanicum Force, but at least, there were, again, there was something here you could start off with, something you could you could add as this was probably more designed to be an allied force than anything else um, with what they've released here but you've got Caleb Decima um, he is bananas yeah yeah he is pretty fucking messed up to be fair um, there, it's not it's not something you want to mess around with um, but it is pretty cool uh, yeah, the Castellan Reductor uh, Allied Detachment, which is basically what this is all geared towards, um, yeah. is in there. And then 
you know, once so you've got let's look at this, you've got effectively four legions with special rules, general rules for all legions. You've got enough separate rules to do stuff for Legio Mortis in the book. So you've got the Reavers and the Warhounds. And you've got the Mechanicum separately. So what's that? One, two, three, four, general five, mortis six, mechanicum seven. There's seven army lists here in this one book that you can put which together. Is pretty, which is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not and it's not on the same format as you have with like mainstream GW with you've got to buy a codex for every every army. You know, kind of thing. It's It's here. And then mm. book two has more Book three has more, and it's specific stuff. So you're looking at, you know, you start going, well, we've got more, more bits for um, general legions, but here are your Iron Warrior rules. Here are your Ultramarine rules. Here is the specific stuff. And now we're getting yeah. into a position with, with later books where we're getting um, revisits. Know, new units or units being FAQ'd <laughs> and fixed, like the Just Aarons that I mentioned earlier, whereas like, <laughs> the original Just Aarons were a three man unit, 225 points. They were hardcore, but fuck, they were expensive for what you got. As soon as they dropped the, they dropped, I don't know if they dropped the points, but they added two more dudes in. And yeah, I think, the, like, uh, they, they made it like a uh, five-man squad. Yeah, they became viable. It's like this is what we needed. Um, you know, we appreciate the original game. They were they were, they they were boss, but they needed to be five dudes at a time because that's expensive when it comes to paying and playing. Um, but again, it keep, it keeps going. We were sort of reaching that point when new stuff is being created or revisited, and you know coming back and just looking at the original books and seeing what you had to start off with I'm genuinely yeah. I'm honest to god I'm genuinely blown away by by the stuff that you had to start off with because it was it, it gave you the opportunity to play the game and you didn't have to think that okay I've got to play this it's not like when you get a, a current starter box um well this like this that. was the starter box and the starter box was used to book yeah, but you know what I mean? I was going to say, like, the the, the latest... Uh, okay, maybe I'm comparing uh, apples to oranges here, but you've got the latest, like, GW stuff, which is like a Dark Angel versus Dark Elder box. So if it's the new kicks, if it's the new edition box, everybody wants the rules. You buy the rules, but half the models, or even all the models, might not fit for the army you want to play, if that makes sense. Here you've got yeah. the rules... You've got flavor, you've got um, the option to create your own stuff. And eventually, when they brought out a starter box, yes, they brought out a box that had um, two legions in it, you know, with the, with the Kalth box, with your Ultramarines and your world, um, word bearers. But almost nothing on the models had any restriction to stop you using it for those legions or any other legion. Because I literally took the Kalth box and turned it into an Iron Warriors uh, army. 
and I didn't yeah. have to do anything apart from put transfers on to make it fit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I absolutely love that. I think that is just such a refreshing approach to producing a game, a gameplay, a game system, and so not GW, <laughs> not mainstream <laughs> GW. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's that's again they, one they, of the things I they, love. They need, they need to put out a starter box or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like Cal and regardless of 40k or whatever, people going from 40k to 30k and then go back to 40k. If you have something like Cal, that would make yeah. people want to start for a series. Yeah, it's I mean, a thing even, that... with Pros- even with the Prosper box, people want use that as yeah. a starting point. Yeah. That, you know, they need to get back to that. There needs to be some sort of good starter option for heresy players. If they want this if they if they want this community to thrive and actually move yeah. forward, there needs to be a starter box. Again, yeah. yeah. And the thing is it's it will, you know, I don't we're not I don't think we're we're um, doing anything but preaching to the choir here, but you know it is something that existing players will purchase as well because it's a yeah. great value way of well, increasing whatever collection you have. Well, um, like a, a, a thousand crowns for three squads, a rhino, and something else. Yeah, people will put that money down. That's just how it is. Yeah, especially with plastic models that can be modified. You know, I mean, I would, yeah. I, I would love the, I would love to see a box based around the Iron Warriors and the Imperial Fists and the taking of the Contrador. <laughs> of course, you would. Yeah, but uh, then I would, but I'd also like to see that because I could see um, breaches, plastic breaches, in there. You know, mm-hmm. a breacher unit would make sense in that. Um, yeah. Terminators, assault terminators, or something in there. You know, would fit. Um, you, you'd have options. Maybe you could throw something fun in, like sentry guns, or something. Um, you know, there, there could be options in there, and it, it's got a great little uh, setup for that. Um, maybe you could do something around uh, the Solar Wars. You know, um, the actual mm. like uh, attack on uh, attack on uh, terror itself. That would be a great exactly. story to, to book, do a book, uh, book, ah. uh, box around. Like, I would love to see, like, uh, two units of uh, Mark II. Mark II. One unit, yeah. Yeah, Mark I. One unit. Hello? Hey, got you. There you are. Yeah. You're there? 
Yeah, I lost you again. Weird. Lost you. Anyway, you you were saying Mark. Let's start again. Mark two. Two units of Mark two is where we got to. Two units. Two units. <coughs> I would love to see like two units of Mark two. A unit of Mark four assault marines. Uh, maybe a Rhino, and then maybe five Terminator. That would, that would be, nice. be, yeah, that would be perfect. Like cataphracty or something. Like if you want to do an ultimate mega box, you can do like two units of Mark two, two units of Mark three, two units of Mark four, uh, one unit of so upgrade, let's say Mark five backpacks, like for jump packs. Yeah. Throw in your uh, Contemptor, throw in uh, a Rhino. And that's it. And Terminators. Literally a, start, a, le- a Legion startup box. Yeah. Kind That would be amazing. I'd love to see that come out. That would be so nice. It, it, it's hard to get one working, but like, either, either you decide you, you can make like a mega startup box and then a small startup box. So like the mega box, maybe that's just Mark Four, and the small one is just Mark Two and Three. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's lots of there's lots of options out there. I, I hope, I genuinely hope that we get to see another box before we finish the um, mm. before we finish the book series or however they they wrap stuff up. I, I yeah. really hope that we're we're lucky enough well, to. Well, well, the thing is, that. they they can just make three startup boxes. One yeah. Mark II, one Mark III, and one Mark IV. So, like a Mark, a Mark II with Cataphracty, mm-hmm. uh, and Mark, Mark III with uh, like a Contemptor, mm-hmm. and a Mark IV with uh, a Rhino and Assault Marines. Yeah, that would be a, that would be really cool, actually. So you can have with the Mark IV one, you could have jump packs. Yep. And then with the Mark III ones, you can have breaches, I guess, mm-hmm. an upgrade screw. And with oh, the Mark yep. II, with the Mark II one, then it's just uh, close combat weapons and stuff. Yeah, close combat. So almost, almost destroyer esque, maybe. Yeah, um, or at least in you know, options to go that way if you want to. That would be very fucking cool. It's like Mark, Mark two, close combat screw. Mark three, breaches screw. Mark four, assault screw. And then you just decide if you want to have a contemptor, a rhino, uh, torturous, and cataphracty. Yeah, and, solid. And you just make sure that you want to mix, mix it in. You can have Mark 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 Four with Tetris. You can have Mark Three with Rhino. You can have Mark Mark Two with uh, Contemptor. Yeah, I mean, it's like, just got so many options. Yeah, but if you remember, like the old Fantasy Battalion boxes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of when you were mentioning that. I mean, it, it's a it's a solid format that they've worked with before. I it, can't see why it wouldn't work. If there's a will, there's a way. Yep, and there's always the will when it comes to heresy. <laughs> At least for us. Yeah, that is true. 
Well, I mean, that, that, that pretty much, I mean, that, that sort of ramble brings us pretty much to the end of book one. Um, yeah. I mean, apart read, from read it the, after, the afterward, afterward <laughs> by, uh, by Alan, which is, oh, God, you should, read that you, as should, well. you should read. I think yeah. everybody who plays Heresy should read it. Just because, not not because it's some, like some spiritual momentous thing or anything like that, but just because it's it's so solid and it comes from the heart that I think it, it, it's something that you'll connect with as yeah. a, as a Heresy player, and I think it's worth your time just to take the take the moment to do that. So if you've got the time, make the time. And enjoy it, but uh, yeah, I think that that wraps us up on book one, bud. Yeah, it's so nice to be able to revisit this stuff and actually go back through it and talk about it because it's it's, so it's been so long. It's been so long, and it deserves to be read reread more yeah. often than it does. And I think I think it's 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 easy to get caught up in the oh, what's the new book? What's the new shit that's coming out? What's the new fun stuff that's coming? What's what's that? What's the new units? What's the new legion? What's what's what? You know, what's going to change the meta? But we forget that this started somewhere, and it's worth going back and looking at it and enjoying yeah. it because there's a lot of cool stuff there. So there's much cool stuff. cool stuff. Yeah, but uh, dude, it's been so much fun catching up and uh, talking again, and just you know. Shooting the shit yeah. and some heresy. Same, same. I'm going to have to do this Fucking again, up. I think. I think, well, I think I we to. might have to do book two. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Theory. I think so. Well, I'm you want to do... You want to do at least up to book three so you can talk about your fucking... You know, lovely well, boys. I'm, I'm not saying that that's a that's a thing, but that's a thing. <laughs> that, that's a definite bonus. If I, I'm not lying, <laughs> and then we yeah. have to talk. Well, if we get to that point, we'd have to talk book four because of conquest. Oh, but it is it is conquest, and See, it's so one we've got at least four. We've got at least do do up It's book one four. of the best. It's one of the best books ever. And that, exactly, it's uh, <laughs> so good. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, we we kind of yeah, we're kind of locked into this shit now. Yeah. Oh, so, it, so this is like the Varangian Heresy Book Club, the Black yeah. Book Club, the Black Club. Yeah, the Black the Varangian Heresy Black Book Book Black Blah Fuck. Black <laughs> I haven't even been drinking. <laughs> Unlike me, <laughs> Black <laughs> Book Black Black Book Club. There we go. The Black Book Club. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> and no other connotations that we're talking specifically about the Horace Heresy Black Books, just so we're clear. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But it's been good to chat. It's been good to do this again. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking awesome. forward. Well, I guess we'll have to do it in order and do book two next. So, you know. Yeah. Time to well, reading again. Okay. Time to talk well, about, it... thinking about ma book two massacre. It, it is it. it is definitely worth reading again. Like I've noticed oh, this. Yeah. Like rereading the black books is man, I should have done this way sooner. It's been yeah. too long. It has, and it's it's oh, it's just nice to be reminded of stuff and go, oh, shit, yeah, I remember that. And then it's like, Oh, I remember that too. Oh, that's such a good story. I will reread that. That's so cool. Yeah. Fuck but, yeah. Yeah. 
fucking amazing. And oh, the co- I'm just looking at the cover of book two right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh don't get ahead of yourself. Wait, wait until wait, wait until next recording. Then we can Massive do all, all about it. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll tell you what, let's do it. Let's do this the old way. Let's see if we can remember how to do this as we sign out. So I'm going to say it's a good night from me. And me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be angry on in the streets, be full grim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the OGs from the Frangian Heresy podcast signing off. Let the body set the